Yo, 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 what's up, Anchor fam? Uh, currently doing a little bit of driving here on the highway. Uh, my voice is a little bit shot, too, for some reason. Might be a little bit of a coldy-coldy. Nothing too severe, hopefully. Um, but I just got this new idea for a series, and this is the introduction to that series. It is called Today I Learned. I know, it is a very original title. Uh, but pretty much, MRI is here, aka me, is a very curious type of guy, right? So, uh, I, I just randomly Google stuff, like, every day, you know, like, just, just random facts, random things I'm curious about. So, I was like, hey, why not make a show here on Anchor, where whenever I do that, I make a quick segment about it. Uh, and then we have, a, we have something here called Today I Learned, so that when I learn, you can learn too. And maybe uh, with enough knowledge, you never know when you're going to need the knowledge, you know, you never know. So, that is what this series is, and I just wanted to put in my first uh, introduction today, and I'm going to make my first segment right after this. Well, catch you in the next segment. Yo, 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 what's up, Anchor Fam? Welcome back to today I learned. Well... Backstory here a little bit. Uh, I was rolling to uh, 40 minutes, 40 minutes drive to uh, this, this beach close by, uh, Gulf of Mexico Beach. Uh, on the way back, we were like, "Hey, we're a little bit hungry. We have to do some work at the beach house there." You know, not my beach house, of course. My friend's beach house. I'm, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't, I don't, I don't do the YouTube money yet. Um, and then when we were when we were rolling back, we were like, "Oh, that's a Hooters." Um, I've never been to Hooters. You know, me as a European, never been there. So I was like, "Hey." Heard a lot about this place. Let's go see what it's all about. So we roll up there, uh, three of us, um, and pretty much uh, the service was pretty bad, honestly. And then there, we were talking about how Hooters went downhill recently. Like in the recent years, it's been going downhill because there's a new comparator called Twin Peaks. Um, in this, uh, I googled this. They're they're, they're categorized as uh, restaurants. Um, I actually googled this. Okay. Categorizes restaurants. I was like, hey, why does uh, why Twin Peaks uh, the same kind of concept versus Hooters beat Hooters? Well, uh, you know, as, as the MRI as I am, I was like, come to Google that. So today I learned that uh, one of the former CEOs and former vice presidents of Hooters actually left to join Twin Peaks in 2011-ish time. Um, to, and then pretty much, I feel like that helped boost their knowledge a lot about what to do, what not to do. And Hooters actually sued uh, their counterpart, Twin Peaks, because they felt that these executives actually took trade secrets away that gave um, Twin Peaks the upper hand, right? Uh, so that's very interesting what I learned about that. And also another fact that led to the demise of Hooters is that Twin Peaks actually brought in a bunch of foodies and food critics to actually really master the menu. Like, they're really focused on food. They weren't just like, okay, we're just a place for, you know, to see girls, you know? It was like more like girls and food. Hooters was more, you know, uh, centered around the girls, which, you know, the food's an important part if you're going to a restaurant. So, they got beat out. And the thing is, especially in uh, where I'm at, you know, Houston, I see that Twin Peaks actually built a, uh, a location right, you know, right next to right across the street from uh, Hooters right so it really like took their took their uh, their customers away like that anyways 
I'm getting to the end of the segment here, reaching the three minute mark, but I just want to say, today I learned something interesting. Let me know what you think with a call in. I'm very sick here. My voice is about to die, but catch you on the flip side. Bye. Yo, 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 what's up, Anchor fam? Uh, voice is still kind of messed up, but welcome to Today I Learned. So today, uh, let me a little backstory here. I think I like to do backstories on these uh, on these episodes here. A little backstory. I was, uh, you know, my mom was in town earlier. Uh, we were, uh, she wanted to go to Barnes & Noble, you know, look at some books. So we were like, okay, we drove her to Barnes & Noble. Walked inside, and uh, you know, I, I did a little YouTube live stream within Barnes and Noble while my mom was looking at books, you know, because you know, uh, my, all my books. If I ever read books, well, actually, I do a lot of Audible these days. You know, I do a lot of audiobooks, which are way more productive. You know, you can do anything you want while doing an audiobook, driving tra- Houston traffic. Anyways, point is, uh, my mom was gonna buy three books, and she was like, "Oh my gosh, three books, and it's gonna cost like fifty dollars total." But YOLO, and I was like, "Girl, girl, girl." Let me scan these books, right? So I take out my phone, handy dandy Amazon app, handy dandy eBay app, scan the barcodes on the books. See, that's like a 60% cheaper. Oh no, I can't even do high pitched voices anymore. Um, oh boy. It's 60% cheaper on Amazon. So I'm like, Mom, what you doing? You, you spending too much money when you can just get these online. Um, but she's like, uh, yeah, but I'm leaving back to Europe in a couple of days here. I need some books to read. And I was like, all right, all right, just buy one, because I know you're not going to read books, because you don't really read books. I don't know what you're doing here. So she buys one, uh, you know, $9 on Amazon, $16 in the store, not bad. Uh, and I'm like, hey, I want to learn why does Barnes & Noble charge so much? You know, they're going out of business anyways, so why are they making us, you know, speeding up the process here by losing customers left and right to Amazon? I mean, it's inevitable, but you know. Um, so I Google it, and I'm like, oh. There was a little statement made by the CEO of Barnes & Noble. It was like, hey, now, we are a luxury, okay? We have the right to charge more because we're a luxury here. You have to pick up your book the same day and feel the book and stuff. And I'm like, boy, you're not a luxury. You, you're, just, you're just stupid. Um, just my opinion to know. You know I'm, I'm not there to judge, but, you know, just a business decision. Uh, but also, there's a lot of factors that go into bringing a book to the store, you know? I mean, it's not just warehouse to, to you know, to you. It's, uh, you know, you got to pay your fees uh, for stocking. Well, I don't know what I'm talking about right now. But pretty much, you got to pay employees. You got to pay for the brick and mortar. You got to pay for transportation from the store, from the warehouse to the store to the store. Uh, there's a lot of more fees when you're doing brick and mortar. So that's why the books are more expensive. Uh, which I think is, you know, Barnes & Noble should have moved to an online model long ago. But, oh, well. Today I learned, I guess, you know. Anyways, catch you on the flip side. Today we learn. Yo, 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 what's up, Anchor fam? Emma Ryan is here. Welcome back to another episode of Today I Learned. So, uh, you know, I was sitting there today at, at the office all like, yo, um, I'm curious, uh, who is the richest person to ever live? Now, besides the people who are alive today, to ever live was this guy named, uh, crap, I forgot again. Um, uh, ma, ma, ma. Mansa Musa, Mr. Mansa Musa, the king of Mali in the uh, 1300s. So this guy, uh, the king of the Malian Empire, not Mali, the Malian Empire, gotta be accurate here on Today I Learned. The king of the Malian Empire, uh, he stretched across uh, 2,000 miles, yeah, 2,000 miles, 
And this guy had pretty much access to all the gold mines in Africa. At one point, he was producing half the world's gold and salt. Uh, so, pretty rich guy. Estimated now to be worth, uh, well, estimated back then to have about $400 billion, uh, in wealth, which is pretty pretty amazing. Uh, I mean, what are you going to do with all that money? I don't know. Uh, but he knew. He knew what to do with all that money because when he went uh, on a trip across Africa to Saudi Arabia... You know, he would. He took a caravan. You know, camels and stuff. Uh, hundreds of camels, sixty thousand people. You know, twelve thousand slaves to carry his gold. He he brought a lot of stuff. Okay, his own personal bunch of music, musicians. You know, um, but pretty much. So he trekked across Africa, and uh, yeah, he he rode through Egypt, right? Because Egypt is the way. Uh, to get to Saudi across the Sinai, right? Sinai region, if you look at the map. Um, so pretty much this guy went through Egypt, and since he uh, was feeling generous, he was like, hey, I'm going to give all these poor people along my route a bunch of gold. So uh, when he rolled through Egypt, he gave all the poor people of Egypt a bunch of gold, um, and suddenly, uh, because he gave all this gold out, he caused a mass inflationary period for uh, 12 years up in Egypt. So, uh, you know really plummeted the value of gold. Eventually, he remedied, 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 remedied it uh, by buying, just going to Egypt and just buying all the gold he could find. Um, he bought a lot of gold. He remedied the situation. Pretty much, that is the, uh, the, the most wealthiest guy to ever have lived. I mean, you know, besides the Walton family, you know, 130 billion in that family, and then all, all you know, Jeff Bezos, 120 billion. You know, he just, I didn't, I never, I didn't realize that Jeff Bezos was like over 100 billion. Like he is the richest, richest, richest ever. You know. Oh well, catch you on the flip side. Today I learned.